Hello everyone. I know we're approaching a very busy time at the end of the year. And uh, actually, you know what? Most of you have had a busy year in general. Whether you're doing real estate or not, you're busy. And so I wanted to spend this last session, so welcome to episode 60 of Power Words, Power Profit, Free Real Estate Coaching. And the premise behind this is to really kind of give you a wake-up call. You guys have all been reading things like um, David Allen's, you know, Getting Things Done. I know you can't read that because it's backwards, but Getting Things Done as an example. Or Brian Tracy's Eat That Frog. These are all great books. Or Gary Keller's um, The One Thing. Congratulations, you've taken that first step to make sure that you're... You've got the right mindset. Here's the catch. Reading, unfortunately, good morning, Tom. Um, reading, unfortunately, builds a sense of accomplishment, like I'm on the right track. And yet, without accountability, without someone saying, where's your block schedule, where's your task list, we lose track. So the problem, people say, oh, it's time management. Well, first of all, time happens whether you want it to or not. You don't manage time. What you manage is what you do with that time. So ideally, so first of all, if you're here, if that makes sense. You know, you're taking the right steps. Uh, if you're watching this as a video, uh, you're taking the right steps. But now what I want you to do is the one thing that nobody ever talks about, self-discipline. You don't need help knowing, you know, geez, do I spend one from one to three doing marketing or, you know, potentially you might need help with what, what marketing do I do, what works, but you, you don't necessarily need help with the list of things that you have to do tomorrow. What you need help with is understanding what your level of commitment is and having the self-discipline to do it. Because, and I have this quote on the Power Words, Power Profit site. And I put it in this um, session as well um, because it's something that most people um, don't pay attention to. And it's by Albert Hubbard. If you Google him, he's from the 1800s. Isn't that nice to know that they had issues with self-discipline in the 1800s? <laughs> okay, so this is a really old problem that we have. Um, but it's self-discipline is the ability to make yourself do what you should do, when you should do it, hey Jerry, and whether or not you feel like it. Again, let me review those things because this is not about time management. Um, I know that you know several of you that are on this video right now uh, will say, oh, I just have too much to do. The bottom line is that you're having more difficulty with self-discipline and prioritization. Not that you have too much to do, that you're focusing on the wrong things. Nobody really spends a lot of time on that topic. Oh, just pick one thing, says Gary Keller. Okay, which one should it be? Where That's prioritization. How should I do it? You know, what, how do I focus on, on uh, lead gen, as an example? So, I don't know if you guys knew this, but the top agents, top producing agents, spend three hours a day on lead gen. Not making phone calls, not anymore. You know, back in the 90s, you'd make phone calls, but cold calling doesn't work. However, there's a, hey Jennifer, um, there's another way to, to make phone calls that'll save you time. 
and it gives you a chance to be prepared. Uh, and so we're going to talk about that in a little bit. But again, this quote is reflective of what the real problem is, in my opinion. It's self-discipline is the ability to make yourself do what you should do. You guys should be writing this down. When you should do it, whether you feel like it or not. So all of you out there who have, are not doing a video per week, guess what? Self-discipline. So we're going to talk about some of the top things that you should be spending your time on and what, the, and, and what a waste of time the rest of them are. They might be nice to have as they make you feel good. That's not why you're in business. You, so, so the idea would be, let's pretend that you work for corporate America. Now, today, Americans are the uh, work the longest work hour, work week um, of any other country, from any other country. So, so basically, yay us, we get paid for 40 hours, but we work a 60 or 70 hour week. Now, when you think about the word work, that means that that corporation expects you to finish a list of tasks each day or each week or each month. Uh, <laughs> and um, if you don't, you lose your job. In real estate or as entrepreneurs, because I, you know, I'm in the same boat, if you don't do that list of tasks, they just move to the next day or the next day and then eventually the next week or the next month, right? So, and it's okay because somehow in our minds, we justify that, well, I'll get to it. I'm just too busy. Do you think that corporate America would tolerate that? So you are your own CEO and you have to hold yourself accountable for a lack of self-discipline of your employee, which is also you, which is kind of weird, I know. <laughs> so let's talk about some of the challenges. So the week last week, uh, in case you weren't, or actually two weeks ago, because I pulled my hamstring last week, um, and I'm now sitting on a, on a cushy little towel trying, and I'm tilted this way, just to let you know that's not, please don't adjust your video. Uh, it's, it's me. <laughs> it hurts. So, so in last, um, two weeks ago's vid, um, session, we talked about video and how to use video. And it's not by using Matterport and walking around the house so that people can then walk around the house. Cause what a great way to eliminate you. Then the next thing is it's not a virtual tour because that shows, oh look, here's the toilet, here's the shower. Nobody cares, nobody cares about the bedrooms either or this hallway that your phone has made go from what it might be four feet wide makes it look like it's one foot wide. So do not use video that way and do not use video to interview people for 15 minutes. And don't whatever you do is sit there and both of you read something off a computer because that's not interesting either. So we talked about a lot of the tips about standing up, about having energy, about using your hands and gestures, about facial expressions. When I do these Facebook Live videos, I was telling someone, I said, it takes a huge amount of energy. If I'm not feeling well, this is it for the day. And so you have to have that energy. You've got to portray who you are. Who are you when you're a realtor with your client? That's the energy you need and the focus and the, the speech and the value that you need to have in front of video because otherwise no one cares. We are in the nobody cares, I don't have enough time generation and that's what your marketing has to be. That's where you need to be spending your time. How do I do that? So 
For this week, though, we're going to specifically focus on time. And I used, I used, it's a bait and switch, sorry. Uh, <laughs> I said time because everyone I talked to said, you know, I've been doing surveys of, of agents and saying, you know, what's your biggest challenge? Oh, I just don't have enough time. Or I don't know how to write marketing copy. Or, you know, I, you know, I just can't get everything done that I need to get done. There's a lot of that. So the bait and switch is that it's not about time, it's about self-discipline and prioritization. Those are the skills that you need for 2018 in order to knock it out of the park, in order for you to have the best year yet. There's no waiting around for someone to help you or, or you know, waiting around for someone to, you know, your home inspector to call you back or whatever. There are things to do. You know, I've talked with agents over the past, well, I've been doing this for, what, seven years now? Um, so I've been working with agents who will say, I'm at an open house. Hey, Stu, good to see you. Um, uh, you know, they're at an open house. What are you doing? Oh, it's really slow. I didn't ask you how the open house was going. I said, what are you doing? Oh, I'm just sitting here. Really? Why are you just sitting there if the open house is slow? See that? Hi, Svetlana. Um, you know, it's crazy. Think about what that person just said. I'm just sitting here. You know, I'm, I'm filling out some stuff on my, you know, on, on, uh, or I'm looking through my leads on, on my website or, or, you know, lead management system. Doing that is a waste of time. Or worse yet, I'm looking through my Facebook feed. Great, great, because that's not going to help you get leads either. So we waste, I hate to say it, but it's a big number. We waste a ton of time, ton of time. And the other thing is, is we waste time driving, right? So people say, oh, I have to drive to the home inspection, then I have to drive back, and you know, there's an hour and a half. What are you doing during that time? So um, I don't know if Tara's on, uh, but uh, she, um, Tara Turner Beaver, she, and I had suggested this, and then she went and implemented it, which is a really smart thing to do, by the way, because uh, I have 32 years of marketing experience, so I'm tending to stay up to date on this stuff. I'm not a real estate agent out there hawking my real estate coaching. I'm a marketer, and that's what you need to be if you want to make it in real estate in the next few years. It's all about marketing and knowing what's working and what's not. So, Tara Turner Beaver ended up doing a video. She's at, she's either waiting at the school for her kids or at a traffic light. And if you ever watch Gary Vaynerchuk, he's in the back of his limo or taxi or whatever, and he's doing a video. Hey guys, you know, I just, you know, what really frustrates me, and he, you know, goes off on his session. So if you're driving, you should either be listening to audio casts, so you can listen to any of these 60 coaching videos, um, on Facebook, through your phone, through your through your, um, your your speakers in your car, you can be listening to uh, Rick Mulready talk about Facebook ads. You can listen to you know any of the podcasts that are out there. John Loomer also is another great Facebook guy. But listen to the people who are actually know what they're doing. Find credible sources. Okay, so if you're going to spend your time doing something, do not listen to the radio, whether it's talk radio, whether it's uh, your favorite music stations. You have to be learning all the time and learning what works and what doesn't work. Now, I filter that for you so that you don't have to go listen to all these different um, audio uh, podcasts. 
So I bring that to Power Words, Power Profits. So I'm going to say your best use of time is to go back through all 60 of these videos and listen, and you will guaranteed take at least one nugget out of each of these sessions and probably more. So let's back up a little bit and start talking about, you know, what most people talk about when they talk about time. They talk about, and these tools, so I, you know, I, I'm not averse to time tools, tools that manage your tasks. Not time management, it just happens to be that on a block schedule, you know, over here, yeah, um, over here are times, 15 minute blocks, because nobody gets anything done in less than 15 minutes. Don't lie to yourself. Oh, well, this will just take five minutes. 30 minutes later, you've lost 30 minutes or you're late for something. So notice the different colors. So that's a great way to keep track of information. So Stu said, don't reinvent the wheel. See what leaders are doing and try and learn by example. Not try and learn by example, choose. So very good point, Stu. The, the bottom line here is you are choosing to be successful or unsuccessful. You are choosing every moment where you spend that time and what's most important to you. Now, I would hope that all of us put family and friends and other people's well-being as a priority. However, when it comes to your business in those 40 hours that I mentioned, you have to be laser focused. You have to do. And what, what I'm trying to help you with is less thinking, less puzzling about, well, geez, what should I write on my Facebook post? Copy, click, copy, paste, done is, is basically what, you know, I've put on the website because you, you don't need to learn how to write. You don't need to learn about how to market. What you do need to do is actually do that part, that click, copy, paste, send, or post. If you don't do that part, then you're not executing. You're not making it a priority. That's on you, okay? So part of this conversation, again, self-discipline and prioritization are the two weakest skills I see in entrepreneurs. And then the, the flip side of that is, <laughs> This is the disclaimer, it's not your fault. <laughs> in a way, it's not. In that real estate is a high I, and Stu, back in the day, seven years ago, <laughs> when I was a, a national business coach for eXp, um, we would go through these sessions about DISC profiles. So I don't know how many of you know about DISC. It's D-I-S-C, S is in Sam. And it's a social profiling. It's not a personality test, it's a social profiling for um, how uh, you socialize with other people. So drivers are the people who say, let's do this for Christmas. We're gonna have breakfast at eight. We'll, uh, by 11.30, we'll be at the restaurant for lunch, and then we'll go to Susie's and Joe's at two o'clock for dinner uh, and presents, and then we'll be down to mom and dad's by five. That's the driver. The, the I is what most real estate agents are, <laughs> which is very high energy, uh, team leader, let's go have some fun, or let's go see this, or let me show you that, let me show you this house, let me show you that house. And that's where, where there's a lot of energy. Um, or you, you really love to be around people. And, um, and that energy, when taken to an extreme, when you're a high I, you have very little focus. That's why I said it's not really your fault. In that trying to focus is a very hard thing for high I's, because you're people people. You don't want to sit in front of a computer. You feel lonely. Jerry, does that ring a bell? Hey, Pamela, how are you? <laughs> yeah, I know. We'd all be millionaires for all the wasted time. So, and that's a great way to put it. 
Um, so when we think about it, you get lonely because you are sitting in with a computer. So how do you minimize the amount of time you spend in front of your computer and maximize the time when you spend with people because that's who you are socially? Now, I've never seen anybody talk about time management and talk about your social style and how that actually affects your happiness, your job satisfaction, and your ability to get things done. So, okay, so now we're going to get to S, which is um, the stabilizer. The stabilizer in the family, it stands for steady or stable, and that's the person who um, is, a, is a people pleaser. And what that means is, let's say we're all together and we're standing, we've all decided to meet somewhere, Starbucks, all right? Well, where would you guys like to go? Well, the S, the D will be like, let's go across the street to, you know, uh, P.F. Chang's and, and have Chinese. Okay, and they start walking. <laughs> Guess which one I am, guys? Um, and and the eye is like, oh my gosh, there's just so many options. You know, what we should do is this, this, and this, or we could go over there and we go. And so they're all about options. The S is like, whatever you guys want to do, I don't really care. It's up to you. So they they give up their right to make decisions, to be authoritative, to lead. They would rather follow. They would rather. So that's a hard position to be in, uh, Kelly, to be an I and an S when you're in real estate. So we need to work specifically with that social style to talk about how do we get you to be more successful based on your social style. And um, I actually do um, coaching around how do you make money based on your social style on disc. So um, <laughs> no, I am not making fun of you. I'm basically saying all of us have a challenge. So for instance, I'm over at PF Chang's eating Chinese food restaurant. I don't at the Chinese food restaurant eating Chinese food, and I don't really care where you guys are. That's a D. Now an I is like, oh my God, where did Pam go? You know, the people pleaser. Did we piss her off? Is she upset? No, she's hungry. <laughs> and she already picked what she wanted. So so if you think about how this is going to, so we're talking about you right now and prioritization and self-discipline, but how your social styles influence and, and basically can really wreak havoc with your ability to be successful. And that's kind of tough, right? Oh, God, help me. <laughs> oh, good, help me. Okay, oh, God, help me was what I thought that said. <laughs> well, probably both. All right, now a C is, is the questioner. Now, here's the cool thing. When you learn about DISC and learn about prioritization and self-discipline, that's when you can start turning it on your clients, on your leads and saying, uh-oh, this person's a C. Now, a C is someone who will ask a ton of questions. Well, do they have um, vegetables on the menu or, or um, do they, are they uh, food, to, uh, you know, from farm to table? Is it a farm to table restaurant? You know, do you know if they have bok choy? Do you know if it's spicy? Do you know, I mean, they just wear you out. At, at some point in time, you just have to say stop. So what, when we talk about how, how do you take someone who's asked a ton of questions and, and because those are, um, uh, high C's tend to be afraid of making a mistake. They're perfectionists. So they'd rather do nothing. Now, I'm just saying there's a few high C's on this call. So um, you're afraid to make a mistake. Well, if I try Facebook and it doesn't work, I'm not going to do it anymore. Um, yeah, that's a problem because Facebook's pretty much the only alternative you have to inexpensive ways to get in front of people. You know, postcards don't work anymore and they're expensive, comparatively speaking. So, guess you're going to have to figure out Facebook or hire somebody who does know how to do Facebook with real estate. 
got any suggestions, um, or just copy and paste from PowerWords. I mean, those are those are your options, right? That's those are more of the solutions of how we get around this. I want to educate you a bit on what's working for you and against you. So the beauty of being a high C is that you know everything. You're going to ask these questions of a seller, the homeowner. You know, well, what about this? What about that? What about this? And the homeowner's like, wow, this real estate agent is really thorough. Great. All right, but when you when you run into a lead or a buyer who's interested in the home and they start asking those questions, you've got to up-level them and reassure them that this isn't a high-risk house. So you've got to say, well, yes, there, there are um, penny nails in the hardwood floors, but what's more important is let's step back and look at the room overall. Can you see your furniture in here? So you're really, you're kind of helping them with stand up, let's, let's move up from you know being at one foot tall to being at about 30,000 feet. Does this overall layout work for you? You know, floors can be replaced, paint can be redone, but does the layout, you know, even walls can be removed. I mean, in reality, but what they're looking for is reassurance. That's why people ask a lot of questions. How do I do this? Why do I do this? Why do I, what's wrong with this word? What's wrong with that picture? You know, and, and so um, I become your resource for those questions, which is fine. Um, but it's, it's, I wanted to tie this all together. Here we are at the end of the year and, and you may be sitting there going, oh my gosh, you know, I don't know if I have energy for January. Well, you better because it's the beginning of the year. Your marketing in November is what should be generating leads. November and December should be generating leads for you in January. It never stops. Remember the analogy of if you were working for corporate America, they wouldn't allow you to go run around and deliver cookies. That would be an after five activity. So think about if it helps you with prioritization, step back and say, if I were working in my corporate job, and Tom, you know, you and I talk about corporate job stuff. Um, <laughs> no, Pamela, you are not doomed. We just need to work together to help you figure out how to best run your business and how best to work with your leads and clients. Um, nobody's doomed. I mean, we all have all four, by the way, in the, in the DISC social profile. We all have all four, but two of them stand out. And um, I am a D and a C, so I'm a high driver who asks a lot of questions, which is exactly who you want in a coach. If you guys are ever looking for coaches, look for a D and a C, because a driver is going to do the proverbial, what are you doing? Because they want you to move forward because, you know, that's what Ds are about. We never stand still. This is the most I sit. Uh, <laughs> so, um, you know, the idea would be that, that how do we move this forward? And then the next part is, um, here's the questions we need to ask. Here's what we need for answers. Okay, so, so that's the kind of person you want for a coach. If you have another high I as a real estate coach, they're going to tend to chat with you. And time is money, isn't it? Your money, their time, you pay them for their time. So pay attention to, what, as you know, and if you want, we can do sessions on Facebook Live about DISC in more detail, or we can do a webinar. Um, <laughs> Stu, he's disco. <laughs> so, um, you know, I, it's important for you to understand what skills are lacking. And usually it, it, when people say, oh, I just don't have enough time, it's because you, you choose not to, notice the word, choose not to prioritize because you feel like you have to do it all. Now, 
corporate America, now again, I use that as an analogy to say that corporate America, or even if you were working for any job, right, it wouldn't have to be the Fortune 500 or the Fortune 1000. I'm using those as examples because that's where my experience is at. But when you, when you work for somebody else, they tell you what to do, right? So one of the things that I'm thinking about doing for Power Words, Power Profit for 2018 is really walking you through and saying, and Pamela, you gave me this idea and I'm kind of elaborating on it. So you guys let me know what you think. Um, if I were to help you walk through each day, so day one, here's what, so we, maybe we call it success in 90 days kind of thing, where you could, it, you could go through every 90 days, you could go through the same process because it doesn't really matter um, which quarter it is. So you'd be able to say day one, this is what you need to make sure you do. These three things, these three things on day two, these three things on day three. Now the challenge is, is that I'm going to give you generic things like you need to do a Facebook post. You need to do once a, once a month. So what I'll do is once a week, I'd put it, I would create your block schedule for you. And this would be what you would receive as a PowerWords client is a block schedule where you need to be spending your time. Thumbs up. Good. So, <laughs> so you would have to follow this, which means you print it out and every day you look at it, or actually the night before you look at it and say, oh, I have to do lead gen from eight until 10 tomorrow. Crap. What am I going to do? And then I will give you suggestions on what, the, what types of things you could do in those two hours. And that way you don't really have to think about what you're going to do in those two hours. I will have done that for you. So can you do thumbs up, hearts, whatever? Oh my goodness. <laughs> I just got inundated with a whole bunch of thumbs up. So thank you. <laughs> um, that might help you move things forward. Um, you guys are going to break the like key. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That'd be kind of fun. Um, so, oh, now I'm going to get hearts. Very good. Thank you. <laughs> so, so the idea would be that I can provide you with that, but that doesn't... <laughs> Have you guys been in the eggnog? I'm just asking. <laughs> um, is, is this tool. Now, this is... Now, both of these are in Module 1, and you can download them whenever you log in and want to download them. Um, but but this is the, the task list. And it, it's a blank page with lines on it. Okay, so it's not very complicated. But over here it does say priority, start, and end time. And, and basically what you want to be able to do, and this is about timing things, um, <laughs> um, the, as far as timing goes, um, you want to do this the last 10 minutes of your, your day. For Jerry, that's like 11 o'clock at night. Um, <laughs> Actually, I want you to do it earlier than that. <laughs> no Malbec this early in the morning, Tom. Um, so um, the idea here, though, is, is that you want to do this yeah, probably around 5 o'clock. That's about the time when, when you either have a break, right, because um, your, your homeowners will get home by 6. You know, you can have a phone conversation with them by around 7 or 8. You know, it all depends on how you run your business, right? Um, but with this, what this does is it allows you to write down everything, everything you're going to do. So Pamela and I in our survey um, discussion, we were talking and she's like, I'm going to send you, you know, what, what I've done. And, and there's this long list of stuff, right? And that's fine. That's what we want. The best thing you can possibly do to open up your brain, and this is why I have a notepad next to my bed, is that you, so I can go back to sleep, is to write down everything you can think of that you have to do tomorrow. Seriously. It's, first of all, it's a very cleansing, purifying type of thing to do because it, it really does empty your brain. Now what you can do is objectively, um, hey Lorraine, 
uh, is to look at this and say, hmm, okay, so how many of these relate to my business? Now you might put, you know, a B or, you know, your initials or something or your company or R for real estate or RE and, and put those next to your list. Okay, now you know which ones are related to business and which are personal. That's a really important piece of information. Because otherwise, if we don't do this, so I've had people, I've, I've gotten them trained, we've been working together, coaching uh, for months, and they'll, I'll say, I, you know, I didn't see your task list this week. And it's like, oh, that's because I didn't do, do them three out of the five days. And I said, and how did that work for you? And they said, well, I got nothing done. Because I didn't write it down and I didn't identify what it was that was most important for my day. And I said, so how do you feel about task lists and writing things down now? I can't run my business without them. So if you think you can, I hate to break it to you, but as, as if you're not seeing the results that you want from your business consistently. So, you know, Jerry had an awesome month in November, eight, eight closing, let slid a bit into December. But, but if you have seven or eight closings in that period of time, I'm exhausted. So you take a break. So does your business. So if you're going to be an entrepreneur, you've got to commit to consistency, right? All of us get vacations. If you work for corporate America, you usually get two weeks. So you're going to figure out what to do with those 14 days, or actually they're, they're 10 days, right? 10 days of vacation. Um, and you've got to figure out what to do with those days, but you don't get to do that any other time. You don't get to take time off. And, on, and the challenge with real estate is everybody thinks it's a lifestyle business. I'll just, I'll just close five or six um, transactions and I'll be set for the year. But the problem is, is that it takes a lot of time, money, and effort to get the leads to ramp up to get to those five or six. And if you just let them die, if you let that marketing die on the vine, then you got to start all over. And guess what? That's a waste of time. Right? So the idea is that you, you, you go up the ramp and you get up here and you stay up here. <laughs> because otherwise you drop down and you go up and then you go up down and you go up. And frankly, that can make you very sick uh, and dizzy. And so I would like you to have a consistent, this is what I'm doing for my marketing and I'm closing transactions and I'm doing that. And then your bank account goes like this. But if you do this and you go up and down and up and down and up and down, your bank account follows that roller coaster. And that is not what we want because I never want you to say to me, Pam, I can't afford, you know, to hire you for a month to walk me through some of this stuff. Or, you know, gosh, it's just too expensive to do Facebook ads, $200 a month. I can't afford that. What you're saying right now when you say that is I choose not to put time, money, and effort into my business in order to grow it. That's what you're saying. I know you don't want to say those words out loud, so I'm saying them for you. Because that is really inside your head what you're telling yourself. And, and so you, each and every one of you can be wildly successful. I know all of you. And you could be if you applied yourself and we had self-discipline skills and prioritization skills. And a little bit of coaching around how your social style can affect your ability to run your own business. That's really what we're talking about here. We're not talking about the real estate market. We're talking about how do you run your own business? How do you market to your target market? It's like Lorraine is here. And Lorraine said to me, oh, well, I live in a small town and, and you know, they really don't use Facebook. And so I, I did a search, an audience search around her area and said, 
the number of people that are active users on Facebook within a 10 mile radius is 334,000 people. Now she didn't know that. There's no reason for her to have known that until I did the search for her and said, yeah, they are there. This, you do have an opportunity to make yourself visible. And so it's about us working together to help you with prioritization, to help you understand where best to spend your money. Right now, one of the things that during the surveys that I did um, of, of a few of you so far, um, one of the biggest challenges you've said is everybody wants to be in my pocket. Everybody wants to sell me something. Keeping current matters at $24.95. Then there's power words and then there's then there's real estate coaches who work for brokerages that, you know, all of a sudden now they're an expert. Do what I do. And, and uh, you know, there's Grant Wise and, and you know, a Buffini and Ferry. And everybody's offering, you know, saying, give me $1,000. Give me $1,500. Oh, pay me in advance for a year. What they're doing is they're filtering out who can afford them, first of all. And then secondly... It's very difficult for you to understand or, or to recognize, not understand, but recognize who actually knows what the heck they're doing, right? You know, I mean, it's, it's who resonates most with who it is that you are and what you're trying to accomplish. You would like to think that every single one of us who's, who's trying to help you can help you. But in reality, nobody ever says it's up to you. And I'm saying it. It really is. I can only do so much. Um, I've, I've talked with people who have said, geez, what I'd really like is to have everything written for me. I'm like, well, you're a member of Power Words. You have everything written for you. So what's up? And the bottom line is they don't go in and grab the material and they don't use it because who wants to send a letter? Oh, that means that I have to print them and it means I have to put them in envelopes and I have to do postage. Okay, then use one of the 14 different emails that are there. Email these people. Oh, I don't have email addresses. So there's always a reason. We all, by the way, this is all entrepreneurs. We always find a reason why something won't work, can't work, too hard, don't feel like it. What, whatever the reason is. By the way, I'm right there with you some days. Um, so, so we have to figure out how do you get beyond that? How do you figure out, okay, every problem that we solve, Pick any problem. Let's say you haven't figured out what to get for your spouse or brother or sister for Christmas yet. And Christmas is on Monday, so you don't have a lot of time. All right? And then you see an ad or something comes through on, on Google, and you're like, oh, that's it. That's it. Okay, now, now, I know what I'm going to get. Now, where am I going to find it? So you find, do some research, and Amazon comes through for you, whatever. And you feel happy. So... When we talk about even the definition of happiness and success, it's when we take something that's a problem, that's a challenge. You don't want a smooth, easy life. Ah, Tara, I already just talked about you. And, and Jack, welcome. So um, the, the thing is, is that you want to be able to, in order to help with prioritization, you've got to think about what is important to you, that, what problems do you want to solve? Because Problem solving makes you feel good. It makes you feel smart. It makes you feel accomplished. It builds your confidence. So when you run into, I don't have any email addresses, how are we going to solve that? I don't know. Message me. Pam, what's the best way to get email addresses? And you know it's going to start with an F, most likely. <laughs> Facebook is probably the best way to get email addresses. But here's the catch. 
while we've been doing all this coaching in 2017 about getting email addresses, guess what's dropping? People's interest in giving email addresses. So how else do we market? Then we have to then be focused. What, what Google and Facebook are doing is they're taking us as a big herd of people and marching us down a certain behavioral path. And that behavioral path is, first of all, love us, be social, post, you know, talk to each other. Great. Now we got that dynamic going where everybody's social. So then let's instead move to uh, advertising. And, you know, how do you promote, you know, somebody wants something, somebody has something, how do we match those people together? Well, we get their email address and then we send that information to them. Now everybody's in email inboxes are full of 200 emails a day or more. Oh, that's too too much. Okay, so let's let's not do email addresses anymore. Let's have them figure out how to deliver their content online. So you would do a Facebook post and point to um, your website and where your content of value that that was buyer tips. The um, what's going on in Phoenix for New Year's is an example. Um, whatever it might be. Um, to add value so that people become more interested in your page and what you have to say. And oh, by the way, you're in real estate as well. People want to work with humans first and then the fact and leverage your expertise as a real estate agent. They do not, if you promote yourself as a realtor or a real estate agent, people are going to do this. It's the equivalent of saying used car salesman or a lawyer to a lot of people because they, they don't understand your business model at all. And whose fault is that? Ours is the real estate people because we do not educate them that you're not on a salary. They think you get paid by the brokerage. Technically, they're right. The brokerage might, you know, depending on what state you're in, the brokerage might check cut the check, but they don't. You're not on a salary, and so then it's like, oh well, a commission they make six percent. Well, it's like, well, first of all, you're going to split that. Secondly, there's marketing costs, there's, there's, and, and when you do the math, the numbers aren't that big. So I, you know, I mean, we, again, we talk about how do you educate people so that you can save time, right? Again, how do you maximize the amount of time you spend uh, answering questions? Well, you provide tools that have answers to them. So an FAQ, frequently asked questions on your website would be a really good thing to have. I don't think we've ever done web FAQ on anybody who's on here. I don't think we've done an FAQ on your websites. We've done specific articles, but maybe that's something we should do. Frequently asked questions by buyers, frequently asked questions by sellers. Now, every single one of you has homework, and I'll help you put it up on your website. <laughs> so, again, what we're trying to do is talk about prioritization, focus, self-discipline. So, for instance, um, you know, one of the, the questions that came up was, tell me what... I need to do. I need a metric, a sort of document. So this, this document is also in module one and it's called the playbook progress worksheet. And you know, I love alliteration. So I made it the playbook. Um, and, and the playbook is something too, that is, um, has a, an association or affiliation rather than saying plan, because a, a plan is something you do and then you're done with it. And who cares what happens to it? But with a playbook, if you think about football or basketball or any sport, hockey, um, you're going to go back and look at the plays. You're going to look at how you're going to analyze how they work and how they don't work and what you need to do to modify your behavior. And that's why this is a playbook. And it's a, it's basically, you know, without the header, it's a page, but you know, I've, I've got to put a header on there somewhere. And so basically what it does is it outlines how many clients, whether you want buyers and sellers, 
average house price, um, you know, how much commission do you expect to get from it, what marketing you're going to do, what kind of education, training, learning skills, that type of thing, where you're going to invest your money. So just in one page, you've got something to keep track of. You can add an extra column and say, where am I at today? And I think I actually have that, um, you know, where you kind of check in, a, a tracking tool. So Pamela, I don't know if you know this is on there, but I think you were asking about this too. And then the weekly goal section is down here. What are you going to do this week? And this can turn into pretty much a journal, an online journal. And then when you get to the next section, which is is how do you act, what do you actually do with that information? Um, this is a there's lots of space uh, on the plan for you to fill stuff in when you print it out, but when you get to the next page about you know what you're going to do as far as marketing tasks it says it actually has a list of marketing tasks right here about what you're going to do and it says check you know three to five of these and then talk about um, which one thing you're going to do this week so ultimately this is how you build structure into your business one of the my biggest observations about real estate is that there is no structure and um, and I don't know why that is. I think maybe it's because in general you as real estate agents feel that you have to constantly be available to your client base when they call you should answer. And so the, the challenge with that then becomes um, that you, you aren't treating your business like a business, you're treating it like a desperate way to make money. And we don't want that for you. Just adjusting here, sorry, <laughs> that hamstring is getting tired. Um, so. If you're not prioritizing what's really important, such as lead gen, right? So you're busy closing transactions. Well, now you're going to be, now you're heading on this end of the slope. You're closing transactions here. You've stopped marketing. So all of a sudden, you're going to end up in a little valley down here because you don't have any leads in January and February because you stopped marketing in November or October. So how do we change that, right? Um, <laughs> you're not focused. <laughs> Eyes have a problem with focus, so it's 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 you really want to spend time with people, and so how do you help? How do how can I help somebody who really loves to spend time with people and socialize and learn about people and help people? Yeah, none of that has to do with lead generation, your computer, or basically you know any of the tools that are out there that allow you to maximize your impact, which is kind of a bummer. So. You know, part of me says maybe what I need to be focusing on is being that person for you. So yeah, Power Words has a ton of tools, and but but if I look at the downloads, how many of you? Because um, I can do that. Uh, how many of you have logged in? How many of you have um, you know used the emails, used the letters? Now some of that stuff because of the way you do it, I I don't necessarily know when you're doing it or if you're doing it. However, in general. Um, it's, it appears that there's not enough self-discipline to do that. That's my business problem. So now the question is, should I be doing this stuff for you? Believe me, it will not be $47 a month. Um, so you get the choice. You either do it for yourself or you have someone do it for you who knows what they're doing. So what kills me is when you guys tell me, oh yeah, I hired, you know, whether it's Keeping Current Matters or one of these other services to do your Facebook posts. And I was talking to somebody, and I don't think you're on the call, and they said, well, my, I mean, it might have been Judy, actually, I don't think she's on today. Um, she said, you know, I saw the same post on my website, or my Facebook business page, 
as was on somebody else's. And I said, yeah, that's how they make money. One post, 10,000 agents, it's a generic post of a kitchen or it doesn't include any humans in it. And, and humans are what resonate with Facebook, faces. They can actually do face detection. That's how they tag, right? So pictures of scenery, Tom, love the idea, will not work. Facebook could care less about what, you know, what your scenery looks like. Unless you're taking a picture of the snow and you have a human being in there, you know, up to their knees in the snow, then Facebook would be like, ah, that's funny. Um, so it's about entertainment. It's not about, oh, that's pretty. Um, <laughs> yes. Well, see, Tara, good point. Um, so, so that's the reason. If you go to either um, the, let's see, what's it, the Phoenix area real estate experts, the mayor group, um, you go to their play, their page. Um, you can go to Thornhill Realty. Those are posts that I do individually. And you'll notice that it sounds like the realtor wrote them, not like some agency did that. And that takes a lot of time, though. That's, a, I mean, for, I have to go do research for you about your area. You live there, for heaven's sakes. You know what's going on. So Jerry does a good job if she he hears about something. Or she'll take a video. She did the best video of, um, if you go to, to um, Jerry, Jerry Lambie's, um, uh, you can put in the link, Jerry, um, her business page. Her um, grandsons and her son were doing cookies. And so she just did a Facebook or a video of, um, uh, and it was Facebook Live, but you can do video using your camera on your phone and then upload it to Facebook just like you would a photo, which is probably, you know, for some people a better way to do it because you, you can not post, you can post the best one versus, you know, Facebook Live, you're either, <laughs> if I mess up here and my chair collapses, you're going to get to see that. So, so, um, but the idea would be what Jerry has done is she's taken spontaneous moments and captured them on video and Facebook loves that. So again, when we talk about prioritization, if I were going to tell you one thing to spend your time on during the week is take a video. So Tara, what I had talked about you, um, before you joined, um, was that you have, you gave me a testimonial from your car. And I said, I don't know whether she was waiting for, you know, uh, you know, her kids at school or whether she was at a stoplight or in a parking lot. But she's like, hey, I, I, I want to give a testimonial to Pam. Boom, she puts the camera up and, and, you know, spends a minute saying what she said, which was wonderful and I appreciate it. But that's all you need to do. You could stop, pull over to a parking lot, grab your, tar your tripod, put your phone in it so it doesn't fall over. And then, or hold your little stand, I have one here somewhere, uh, for your phone and say, hey guys, you know what, I was just thinking, I got a call from a realtor or a, you know, a buyer or a seller, depending on what you're trying to promote. But, you know, I got a call from a buyer and they asked me the most bizarre question, or I thought it was bizarre. Here's, you know, they asked me, whatever the question is, and, you know, I bet you're wondering what the answer is. Well, you know, the short version is this. You want the long version, I'm going to post it on my website. Check that out. I'll put the link here. That's a Gary Vaynerchuk kind of thing to do, right? So I've told you a little bit, but I'm not going to tell you everything because I want you to go to my website. The reason why you want them to go to your website is because that's where they learn about you. Buying and selling is a people business. And you have to, you have to establish your brand in person. Video is the fastest, easiest way to go from, from me to thousands, especially if I boost a post, right? I've had like 4,000 views of some of these videos. Thanks, Jerry. So if you guys click on that, you scroll down, you'll see the cute video of that Jerry took with the kids making Christmas cookies. It doesn't have to, and, and it got tons of views. 
you know, Kelly um, did a, a promotion for a, a nonprofit organization with a friend of hers. Now, granted, they were sitting next to each other and they were staring at the, 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 the computer monitor, but it was a great first step, or, you know, whether it was computer monitor or the phone. But they brought up some interesting points. People loved it because they were bringing up something about a nonprofit that was really important and relevant to the community. And, you know, if she threw $10 at that particular post, you know, she probably would have been seen by, you know, 10,000 people. So it's very easy to build rapport using video. It's the fastest way you can do it. Doing postcards and door knocking, yeah, first of all, it takes a lot of time, it's expensive, and nobody cares, which is the worst part. That's when it makes it really expensive, is when people don't care about all the effort that you're putting into this. They just think you're desperate. That's pretty much what postcards and door knocking say about you, by the way. Now, don't confuse gifting with door knocking, by the way. So Jerry made some, we got together, she sold a house in three days in a spot in Appleton, Wisconsin. So I created in Canva, I took the house sold in three days, cute picture of Jerry, and a couple of aspects of the house, and I basically said, you know, is, you know, is your home next? Or something along those lines. She went to Staples that afternoon, God love her, printed them off, and then got candy canes, and she's like, no, what do I do with the postcards? I said, attach candy canes to them and then drop them off at everybody's houses. So the idea is, is that you've given them candy canes, right? So they can either put them on the tree or, you know, great breath freshener before, you know, you, your friends come over or whatever. But you've given them a little something and you've given them knowledge that their neighborhood is like selling like hotcakes. So, so just a little bit, a little bit, and that was it. It was simple. It, and so Jerry did put, you know, Staples had to print the things and she had to grab the the candy canes and tape them onto the postcards. The thing that took the most time was actually dropping them off, right? Scheduling time to drop them off. Um, but the idea was, no, you're not going to have a conversation with the people. You're not supposed to knock on the door and say, hey, I just want to drop this off. The idea was put it in the post box or, or put it someplace, you know, on the door. But you don't need to have a conversation because what you're doing then is now you're stealing somebody else's time. And when we talk about cold calling, same thing. So one, another time saver for if you're doing cold calling is to use slide dial. And you guys have heard me talk about that. I don't know how many of you have used it. It is God's gift to those of us who hate to be on the phone. So what, what I will most likely do in 2018 is I will do a slide dial message to brokers who, and, and uh, broke small independent brokerages and say, you know, if you're looking to increase your brokerage's profitability in 2018, you want your agents uh, in your brokerage to perform really well. The weakest link in most broker in most agents' skill sets is marketing. Let me come in, or let me talk with you, for, or you you know, I'll do a free group coaching session to talk about how Power Words Power Profit can help both your brokerage and your agents be more profitable. Well, so that's all I have to do. Exactly, Tara, my best friend. And, and, it's, and I can record that three million times until I get it right. And then I just, you know, if you pay $10, I think it's $10 or $10 a month. I'm not sure if it's a subscription. But if you pay for it, you can do that for free one-on-one, -on -one, right? So let's say you identify someone that you know is selling a house, but you don't know how to reach out to them, but you do have their phone number. Well, then the best way for you to do it is to leave a voicemail for them that's compelling and interesting to say, you know what, um, you know, I'm, I'm making some phone calls to um, folks that uh, are in the neighborhoods that are doing well in home sales 
and I don't know if you're interested in, uh, you know, sitting down for, you know, and, and let's talk about whether or not now's the time for you. And you, so you could invite them out for coffee as an example. It's not, let me come to your home, invade your privacy, have a conversation with you and leave. All right, you've got to say, let me take you to, you know, maybe you even mentioned the coffee shop or the cafe, Joe's Cafe. I'll, you know, I'll buy a cup of coffee and a treat. And then, you know, I'm sure you have questions about what's going on in your neighborhood. And as a neighborhood expert, I'm able to help you with that. Very different than, hi, I'm Pam Ostrowski and I'm a realtor and I'd like to sell your house. Or worse yet, I'd love to sell your house. Well, you know, I as a homeowner would say, well, of course you would. There's a commission in it. You know, and that just sounds greedy and, and, and desperate. And those are not the ways that you want to market yourself. So I'm going to wrap up now, but um, a couple of key points here. It's not about time management. It's about task management. Figuring out, so again, um, I'm going to uh, probably email these files to you because it will save you from logging in. Um, but write down everything that you need to do every evening. Write down what you need to do um, the next day. Everything. Then put a B or an RE next to what real estate tasks are there. And then the law of three says pick the top three. The three that, and by top I mean which three are going to make a difference in your business the fastest. So if it means delivering candy canes with postcards, <laughs> do it. Um, and then put the time, how long it takes you to do that. I left you some space there because a lot of times we think, oh, I can do that in a half hour. You know, two hours, three hours later, you're like, oh my God, that took forever. And then you know, one, how long the task takes. And then two, you know that if the next time you decide to do something like that, you're not, you're going to plan for it better, right? Because that's part of the reason why time seems to fly by is that most things take a lot longer than we expect them to. And, uh, you know, who knew, right? And that's why we have this column here. So again, every evening, it won't take you more than 10 minutes. Um, Timothy Ferris talks about, you know, this whole list, list thing and Brian Tracy does too. That's how I know it because I was a Brian Tracy coach. And um, it's, it's invaluable. This will save your life. It really will. And, and it will save your bank account, which means that you're going to be able to have a better life because of it. So you choose better life. Keep doing what you're doing. Totally up to you, but if you come to me and say, you know, nothing's changed, I can't, I'm going to ask you, did you do this? So, and so what I'm going to do is I'm going to, well, my plan is for 2018 is to change up power words a bit so that you get this filled out as to what you should do. This is a block schedule. Fill it out uh, with what you should be spending your time doing, and then maybe on the back or on the second page, I'll list the things that you could do for each category so that you can decide, so at least you know, and you've narrowed down the type of tasks that you can do during that period of time that, you, that you've allocated. The beauty of this is, is that you can move the blocks around if you need to, because that's the next thing. I, know, I think it's Buffini says, do the exact same thing at the exact same time, at the exact same day. That's not realistic, you know, let's face it. You know, so, so you can move your blocks around within a week, but you can't move them to the next week. You gotta keep them in the week. And so that means that you have to give up certain things potentially or move around different things for, for timing. Um, one of the things that I mentioned in my notes that I haven't shared so far is that high eyes talk a lot. So 
one of the experiences, or I've had this experience several times, is that to get to the actual point, and I'm a high D, tell me what your point is first, what your objective is, and then I'll, I'll ask you if I need more details. Um, most high eyes will tell you this elaborate long story and why I just can't believe it's happening to me. This reminds me of when, and go on and on. I, I don't care. I'm a high D. Tell me, what's your point? And poor Jerry, um, <laughs> I believe, calls this holler and when I holler at her and say, what's your point? Where, where are we going with this? Stop telling me stories. So, um, so uh, now, now um, I just saw something Jerry said. I already have one printed of frequently asked questions. So we don't want it printed, sweetie. We want it on your website because we're going to take people from where everybody hangs out on Facebook and we're going to put it onto your page. So send me what you have and we'll upload it to your website. Um, printing things off, um, if you send it to somebody in mail, the likelihood of it being opened, read, consumed, and them calling you is pretty low. So what you want to do is, um, if, it's just the nature of the beast, right? It's, it's, it's our world these days. So you want to minimize the, when you have conversations, get off the phone, get on, get off, understand what you're going to say. That's why slide dial is perfect, Tara. I'm so thrilled that you're using that. So, um, you want to make sure that you get on, you get off, you make your point. Remember, people are busy, just like you are. You don't want to be on the phone for an hour talking about their kids and their grandkids and what they did for Christmas. And That's a waste of your time. I know it sounds mean, but think about it. If you were working for a corporation, they would not allow you to talk to your family and friends for hours, right? You know, Susie calls, oh, can you babysit the kids? You know, oh, sure, you know, I'm not doing anything. Well, that's because you've set that premise that you, your lifestyle is an open book. It's I'm free. I can do whatever I want. Yeah, you're, if you're going to run a business and you're going to make $100,000 a year, you can't run that business that way. That's the bottom line. So when you sit open houses, don't sit. There's no such thing as sitting an open house. I'm going to work an open house, which means that if there isn't anybody there, I'm going to do a Facebook Live video, first of all, letting everybody know I'm there. Secondly, I'm going to do two or three more videos inside this house while I'm sitting here so that I can upload them and I can upload one every single day until I do another open house. And it's going to talk about the kitchen. Then I'll move to the living room where I'll stand in the garage and say, hear that echo? Isn't that great? That's because this is an oversized two-car garage. That's what you do with your time in an open house if it's not busy. You don't just sit there and, and, you know, maybe you shouldn't even be writing letters because they're already written for you. So it's how you use your time, prioritization, and focus, which I know is hard for high eyes. So if you have issues, problems, questions, message me here on Facebook. It's probably the easiest way to reach me. And I can give you some suggestions. Uh, but they're also, that's why there's coaching in each module is that I kind of talk about, okay, here's the challenge you're going to face with this particular thing and here's how you address it. Um, so it's not just a download template site where here, download this guy, here, download this letter. You actually get coaching as part of Power Words, Power Profit. It's a question of whether you make it a priority to actually learn from it. So have a very Merry Christmas. I hope you guys are going to have um, lots of cookies and fun and, and family and make great memories. And thank you so much for being part of my life for this past year. And I look forward. I'm not going to do a session next week. Um, I don't think anybody would attend. That's been my experience. <laughs> Heck, I won't be there. So we'll see you in the new year, that first Thursday. 
uh, and we will talk about um, new things about how to, to make this the best year yet. So thanks again for your time. I appreciate it and look forward to seeing you, <laughs> seeing you in the new year. I'll probably see some of you before then because we're still corresponding. I'm not going away. We're just not going to do this uh, next week. Okay, guys. So thanks again. I appreciate it. We'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Merry Christmas.